girl. Here I come, ladies. Look what I'm doing. This is hot. This is hot. Look at me. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> hambo, Hambo, where you been? <laughs> That's wrong. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so Welcome right. to the Renaissance yes. episode 102 Wow! of Purgatory. That. Welcome back to Purgatory. <laughs> <clears throat> for everybody, for everybody, not just you, Dick. Yeah. Oh, no, I know. I'm yeah. spreading it wide. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> well, right. Uh, last <laughs> time on the show. Uh, Pico and Poliziano were poisoned to death for being too close to Savonarola, probably on the orders of Piero de' Medici, which is a bit shocking. I mean, they were part of his father's inner circle of friends. Um, You know, great supporters of the Medici they had been, but I guess they betrayed. In his eyes, they betrayed they chose the the Medici, even though Piero himself was pretty close to Savo. Like he wrote a letter saying, "Get Savo the job at right. San Marco. He's the man. If he can't do it, no one can." <laughs> and uh, so I don't know, a bit hypocritical. But maybe he thought yeah. they should have gone into exile with him. Uh, they should have stood up to Savo, fought for the Medici after all the Medici had done for them. Anyway, it's uh, quite shocking that he had the two of the greatest minds killed. But I guess once they've gone over to Savo, they're not really great humanists anymore. Now they're right. sellouts. Well, they're, and they're also not using those great minds for the right cause. But to quote Indiana Jones, they po- they uh, chose poorly. And it's it's game theory. You're either with me or against me always. And once you're not with me, it's time for you to go. So that's the way it mm. works. Meanwhile, yep. Savo is still pushing Florence to adopt uh, his great reforms. Uh, what were the great reforms, Ray? Remind us. Um, universal forgiveness, um, appeal. People have the right to appeal. Oh, what was the other one? Adopt was it? Was it adopt a certain type of government based off of um, the Doge? That one I can't remember. Yeah. Okay. Nailed yeah. it. Yeah, but I think it was basically. <laughs> It's basically the uh, the three great reforms that he's right. pushing through. Now, uh, you know, the, he's also, as we said in the last episode, fighting a whole bunch of uh, religious rivals oh, that yes. are saying he shouldn't prophesize anymore, etc., etc. Get out of politics. Uh, that, you know, Ponzo, mm-hmm. his great rival, is arguing that if people listen to Savo, with these reforms that will bring the downfall of the city. But Savo has enough people still on his side yes. that he wins. There's a great, there's a vote of the Great Council of the People, March 1940-95, and by an overwhelming 543 to 163, mm. the Great Council adopts his reform proposals. So amnesty is now extended to everybody who had collaborated with the Medici, except the direct male descendants of Cosimo de' Medici. That's fair. So the uh, the Piero himself yeah. and uh, the Cardinal, who's been allowed Giovanni. to stay there, but I guess he, he's probably protected. Yeah. 
being a being a cardinal. Yeah. Um, basically, Piero. Piero is on the outs. Right. Everyone else uh, is forgiven. No more punishments of Medici collaborators, and the Signoria's six beans mm-hmm. prerogative, where they could punish anyone they liked in any form. Uh, the everyone now has the right of appeal. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's that's huge. These are big things. Right. Major changes to what's going on in Florence, which pretty much makes Savonarola the most powerful man in Florence. Well, I, I would argue, if I could be on his side for a second, it makes him the most powerful man in Florence, absolutely, but it also makes him overjoyed because he feels like this is a victory for God's will. Um, he is he's, he's ecstatic about this, and on March 24th, there's going to be the, the vigil of the Feast of the Annunciation, where he says to everybody, you know what, I'm so freaking excited that we got this, that we're moving even closer to God's will, which just happens to coincide with my own. I am personally going to go to Mary, the mother of God. I'm going to go to her throne and ask her to intercede with God for us. I've asked her this. I've sent her an email. Can I get an invitation? She has said yes. I am off to see the wizard. Uh, Mary, I am off to see Mary to do even more for the city of Florence because that is what you people mean to me. What does all that mean? Who the fuck knows? Um, mushrooms. He was doing mushrooms. Yeah. The fact that, yeah, and the fact that the people went, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> Thank you. Tells you a lot about where their heads were Thank at you? at the time. Yeah. The great center of the Renaissance, <laughs> humanism, Florence, they're like, um, okay. Thanks. Now, yeah. he may not be gonfalonieri, but he is a political force. Yes. And his next goal, he's, 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 he's made some progress, but his next goal is to get rid of the accoppiatori. Oh, yes. The, uh, the 20 men who get to decide who is the, uh, who forms the signoria. Right. So he partly succeeds with this um, through giving sermons, mm-hmm. talking about, you know, how, how wrong it is that 20 men... That's not democracy, he no, said. No, that. That's, you know, like, let me make the laws. That's that's <laughs> democracy, not, not these 20 guys. <laughs> he also partly convinces them in private that this is what God wants, and he can get enough of them yes. to get scared by uh, what he's telling them about God is going to punish them that they kind of surrender yeah. the power. June 10th. But once he gets rid of the accoppiatori... Mm-hmm. He's able to make sure that a new group of priors for the Signoria are elected, and they then elect the new Gonfalonieri, who happens to be a Pianoni, one of Savonarola's followers. So he now has managed to get one of his own followers running the political operations of the city. He's basically done a, a, a Cosimo. Exactly. De Medici. Exactly. He's going, oh, look, I don't need to be, I don't need to be Gonfalonieri. I can just get one of my people to be Gonfalonieri. Same thing. Um, and he's now basically so powerful. He's got a group of his political supporters. He's basically got like his own political party. They're known as right. the Frateschi. From frate, meaning brother. Ah. He was known as the frate, the brother. 
the Frateski, the Frateski, the, the Frates men. And because he now owns the Gonfalonieri, he is able to get a whole bunch of reforms passed, including what, Ray? Oh, he, he preaches one Sunday about horse racing. Guess what? There's a law. He preaches about fireworks. There's a law. He, he attacks gambling, drinking, whoring, cursing, provocative dancing. I think we can all get behind that. Low-cut gowns, elaborate hairdos, men with shoulder-length hair, tight hosiery, fancy capes. The men look like women. The women look like men. It's like the fucking 1980s. This is not what God wants. He rails against it, and laws are passed. But of course, the big one, the big one that gets everybody going that, uh, is sodomy. In mid-December 1495, he wants the Signoria to make a law against sodomy. And of course, everybody knows that's what Florence is known for, but he wants it raised up. He wants there to be like three levels. Okay, first of all, if you're under 18, maybe you just don't know any better, and the council can decide what to do with you. But if you're 18 or over, the first time you do it, you have to be publicly pilloried, hands tied behind your back for at least an hour. And trust me, from my sex video research about that, that shit is painful. The second time, you will be paraded through the streets and your your forehead will be branded, I like to party in the back. And you're not allowed to run for office. The third time, the third offense for taking it up the backside, you are burned alive. He is not playing. <laughs> and sodomy, by their definition, wasn't just butt stuff. Uh, right. Sodomy, they used St. Thomas of Aquinas' uh, de- definition, which is, any sexual act between persons of the same sex. Oh. So this podcast, for example, would be classified as sodomy. It's essentially a, a sexual it. act between right. two members of the same sex. So, you know, we would be getting burned alive because <laughs> we've done this more than three times. Um, it's the emotion and the love that carries through on the podcast that I think would get us burned. It, it's the pure emotion running through the internet. I think it'd get us in a lot of trouble. Yeah. But remember, a couple of episodes ago, you said men were not getting married until their 30s to financially establish themselves. They need an outlet because that's the way God made them. There's prostitutes, but there's also men. They're doing what they need to do to not fucking go insane. And they probably see it as natural. But now Severola is trying to stamp this out. Unfortunately... The harshness of the new anti-sodomy yeah, come on. rules had the reverse effect of what he was hoping for. The removal of fines meant there wasn't any money for informers to get a cut of, so they stopped informing because that's capitalism, baby. <laughs> if you're not if you're not going to pay me to inform on people, then pff, not going to yes. inform on them. Yeah, why, what's in it for me? And nobody really wanted to be burning people alive. So when the councillors suggested reintroducing the fines for first offenders, Savonarola lost his shit. I'd like to see you build a nice fire for these sodomites in the piazza, two or three, male and female, because there are also women who practice that damnable vice, I say offer them as a sacrifice to God, he said. Now, say what you want about homosexual men, Savonarola. Do what you want with homosexual men. 
Burn them on fires if you need. No. But lesbians? That's art. Now you've That's gone art. too far, sir. <laughs> You'll take my lesbians out of my cold, <laughs> dead hands. The Second Amendment guarantees me my right to lesbians. Yes, I think you're right. I'm pretty sure. It should. And if it doesn't, Amendment. it should. Lesbo Amendment. What madness anyway. is this? <laughs> so... Now he started arguing to shut down even more things, <laughs> like more dancing, poetry, prostitution, blasphemy, nighttime drinking, keeping shops oh. open on feast days. But, of course, sodomy is always first and foremost in his mind. And so this new law that gets passed, as you said, in 1495 in December, uh, will en- enable the magistrates to choose whatever punishment they saw fit for sodomy, including death, men and women. Whew. It's all all sodomy, and uh, you you can even just be executed uh, for it. Now, yeah, he is now seen as the the new Lorenzo. He controls the city. He's not, he's not in the Signoria, he's not the Gonfaloniere, but he controls the city, pulls strings, much like Lorenzo himself did. He, he didn't hold public office very often. He pulled strings from behind the scenes using wealth and connections. And Savonarola is sort of the anti-Lorenzo. He's the bizarro Lorenzo. He, he, he right. doesn't have any money, but he has charisma yeah. and enough people who see him as a prophet that, uh, according to one contemporary writer, there were many men and women who, if he had said to them, go into the fire, would surely have obeyed him. Wow. He is that powerful. Yes. But having said that, there's always a bigger enemy. And, Cam, you can cut me off here if I go too far. But in April of 1495, Pope Alexander VI comes on to the scene because, as you were hinting at earlier, I think on the previous episode, he has set up a league, not just any league, the Holy League, which is a pretty good name, of some of the major Italian states and the German emperor, uh, Maximilian I, Aragon's Ferdinand II, Venice and Milan, and they are all trying to band together to get the French out of Italy. And now they're looking... Weirdly, the Pope is looking, you know, cross-eyed at Savo for all these prophecies that he's been having over the years. Wait for it. (laughs) In the Great Hall of the Justice League, there are assembled the world's four greatest heroes, created from the cosmic legends of the universe. Superman. Wonder Woman, Batman, Aquaman, and those three junior super friends, Wendy, Marvin, and Wonder Dog. Their mission to fight injustice, to right that which is wrong, and to serve all mankind. Wendy, Marvin, and Wonder Dog. Not sure 
whatever happens. When, when are DC going to come out with the Wendy yes, Marvin and Wonder Dog yeah, uh, yeah. film? I want Why didn't Zack Snyder put them in the Superman versus Batman of the Justice League film? I was seriously it would have improved the film yeah. if you had Wendy Marvin and Wonder Dog in the uh, Justice League did, film. That would have. But they were edited up on awesome. the edited room floor, so they were filmed, but they just didn't. Make uh, it. When yeah, oh well. Hmm. When yeah. Joss Whedon took over, Zack Snyder had to leave the production when his daughter committed suicide. Um, Pope Alexander VI, as you, you will recall, I'm sure, is a Borgia. Yes. He was a Rodrigo de Borgia of the Borgia family. And, uh, you know, he's, he's renowned as being brutal, evil motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, as was their entire family. So he's formed a, a holy league to kick the French out of Italy right. and join forces with most of the Italian states and the German emperor because he knew, as we know, if there's one thing we all know about the French, they're terrified of Germans. <laughs> so Get some Germans in here. He's like, oh, yeah. yeah, as soon as they see Germans on the roster, Retreat. they'll be... Uh, Pulling up that white flag <laughs> as soon as you, as quickly as you can count. Or maybe that came later. I'm not sure. Now, this put Florence in a bit of a pickle, right? Yes. Because uh, on one hand, the, you know, they, they, they kind of want to support the Pope. They're Catholics. On yes. the other hand, uh, they're supporting Savonarola, who's supporting the French. Now, remember, Savo's been telling them that God sent King Charles. Yes. He's the instrument of God, so who do they who do they believe? The Pope or God? Is is the Pope the instrument of God, or is King Charles, who's the enemy of Pope, the instrument of God? So confusing. Savo, of course, gets on the front foot and sounding a lot like Donald Trump, started preaching that there was a conspiracy of Florentines out to get him, and then he wrote to King Charles and demanded that he fulfil the promise that he made to defend Florence. But uh, Chucky uh, Chucky had other plans. Chucky's got other plans. He's also got other priorities. He's worried about the Holy League. Um, and you're right, Savo wants his help. He's like, fuck, I haven't got time for, for your little penny ante stuff. I got to... He said Germans. Ger- They've got I'm, Germans. I'm outie. I'm yeah, whatever French for that is. Yeah, so he leaves a garrison in Naples, <laughs> and he starts to head north. And, of course, for the, all, the, all of you who've got your maps memorized or in front of you, if you're going to go north from Naples, you're going to get pretty close to Rome. And, and as Charles gets close to Rome, the Pope, in his awesomeness, flees the city. But, again, Charles is not trying to, to sack Rome. He's not looking to score some points. He's just trying to get north as quickly as he possibly can because he's got to get back to French territory because you know the League is going to try to cut him off and wipe out his army. So he's got his own uh, things to worry about. He's not worried about Savo at this particular moment. The Pope declares war on Chucky, and when Chucky starts to head towards Rome, the Pope shit himself. Run away! Run away! And if you've ever seen... If you've ever seen... If you've ever seen Pope shit, you know what I'm talking oh, about. Special. You know, that, that's where the old saying, does does a Pope shit in the woods? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, the answer being, you wish he would. Um, that's how Savo ended up getting his brown shit oh, robe. Uh, because, you know, they. that's how all the Dominicans got their brown robes in the Franciscans is from Pope that. shitting in 
I knew that. Yeah. So, yeah, the Pope ran away, got the fuck out of Rome. Um, you got to love his style. He declares war on him, and then when Charles goes, okay, he's like, ah, <laughs> shit. I thought you said Germans would uh, scare him off. They're up there. Um, they're further north. Yeah. 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 Anyway, he doesn't so, go to Rome. Yeah. Meanwhile, in Florence, there were rumours that Chuck was returning there because, again, Florence is north of Naples, north of Rome. Nice. He's coming to reinstall Piero. Yeah, he's going to sack the city because it is still Florence. They have a ton of money. He's going to put Piero back in charge. But again, th- uh, um, that is not his priority. He wants to get out of Italy. So he goes past Florence, and you can stop me here if you've got more. But he's starting to get back up to the top of Florence. But he is blocked by a force of the Holy League. It looks like he's going to have to give battle if he's going to somehow get back to French territory. Yeah. He's uh, he's he's uh, gets to Siena before that, mm-hmm. um, where he meets with some envoys from Florence. He refused to tell them what his plans were. They're saying, "You're going to protect us. Should we join the Holy League? Should we? You go, are you going to give us back Pisa? Finally, we're still waiting on the Pisa." Right. He refuses to tell them what he's going to do. So the Signoria sent Savonarola to oh, uh, meet with him. He returned to say, look, he's not going to attack Florence. He's not bringing back Piero. Uh, he might even give us back Pisa, but after he safely left the country. Right now, he is just terrified of the Germans. Look, I know I said he was the instrument of God, but even God is terrified of Germans. I mean, quite frankly. Um, Can you blame him? Well, quite obviously. I mean... If he wasn't, he would have stopped the Holocaust. Right. The very fact that God didn't stop the Holocaust is Luther. evidence that he's either yeah. he's useless, <laughs> he's useless, right. or uh, just just straight up terif- terrified of pissing off Germans. <laughs> quite frankly, or he is a German. Oh, Maybe God is a German. That answers so many questions. And uh, hates the right. Jews. Maybe God's an anti-Semite. That would explain a lot of what's happened to the Jews over the last few thousand years, wouldn't it, really? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Secretly, God's telling them, hey, no, you guys, hey, 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 I love you so much. You're my people. Cut the tips off the end of your dick. (laughs) I told them to cut the tips off the end of their dick. (laughs) And they did it. Oh, my God. Crazy. Nine. I I really like the Jews. No, no, this, you are Dude, my chosen people. people. Now cut the tips off your dicks for me. Good people. No, cut the tips off your dicks. Basically, God's a German anti-Semite who's been fucking with the Jews for thousands of years and they still haven't caught on, basically. That makes more sense than anything else I've heard in the last 2,000 years. I think you're on to something there. So July I think 6th, I am. That's going to be my next yeah. film. Yeah. God, oh. the anti-Semite. Right. Yeah. Just the tip. It's going to be called Just the Tip. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I'm not finished. You jump, so, stop jumping ahead. Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, he said he's, gonna, he's not going to... He's not going to... Uh, attack Florence, but he's not going to help right. them either. So they're left in this situation where they 
still don't know. What Ooh. should we do? Like, if the Pope and the Holy League send an army to Florence, we're fucked. Chucky was supposed to defend us. Savo told us he was the instrument of God and right. he was going to defend us. Now he says he's not going to defend us. What the fuck do we do now? But then, as you say, on his way out of Italy, he gets blocked by the Holy League and has to give battle. Right. On July 6th, the Battle of Fornovo in Lombardy, his forces are blocked by the, by the Holy League. There's a massive um, battle. He, I think like 4,000 people of his get killed. He loses most of his baggage train, but he is able to get through. But the point, and I think you were building up to this, but the point is not only the people are of Florence questioning, but now everybody's questioning, is Charles the King of France invincible or not? Because he scared the shit out of Italy um, and a lot of uh, the rest of Europe when he, when he charged down there to go after Naples. But now he just got his ass handed to him by the Holy League. So maybe he's not invincible. We don't have to fear him. So what is that going to mean for the rest of of, of Europe, of uh, the Holy League, but most more specifically, what does it mean for Savo and Florence? Their their, yeah. their champion has been has been bested. Yeah, you told us this guy was the instrument of God. He can't lose, and technically, he yeah. probably yeah he didn't lose, but uh, you know he didn't he, win. He didn't win really <laughs> either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not only did he not win uh, the, the the battle against the the Holy League, but the very next day, King Ferdinand of Aragon <sighs> re-entered Naples. That had been yes. the whole thing. This whole this whole invasion was yeah. about taking Naples, Naples supposedly, right. for uh, uh, Ferdinand. King Ferdinand uh, comes in. You know, we, we've talked about our old friend King Ferdinand before, Spanish Inquisition, King mm-hmm. Ferdinand, married married to uh, Isabella. Uh, that King Ferdinand, right. same guy, running the Inquisition against the Jews mostly and the, the fake Christians in right. Spain. His armies re-enter Naples, destroy Chuck's garrison that he left there, and so... Chucky has just lost the thing that he said that he went to get right. in the first place. Then, yeah. to top that off, <laughs> in, the, in the high seas off the Ligurian coast, the right. Genoese destroyed the French fleet. Shit. Genoese fleet destroys the French fleet, so he's fucked. I yes. mean, I thought you said this guy was the new messiah, the new Cyrus. He's just had his ass kicked in three separate uh, instances here. He's, yeah. uh, so much for God's, the instrument of God's divine plan. He's the new Savonarola. Bitch. This, yeah, this is the problem when you run around saying, "Oh, God told me shit," right? And it doesn't work. There's no backseat. This is the problem. There's no backseat for that. Oh, I was wrong, or God was wrong, or I interpreted it wrong. You're there because the people see you as their spokesman of God. You know, you 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 are standing in between God and the city. You can't make any mistakes. And here's a major mistake. So what in the hell is he going to do now? However, as you said a couple of minutes ago, his people are in charge of the government of Florence. So he still has that going for him for now. Yes. And he gets up and he gets on the front foot and he says, listen, 
God's not finished yet. I know. It looks like <laughs> it looks bad. Charles has been whipped. Bite. Looks really bad. I yeah. get it. Oh, look, yeah. I'm with you. It looks bad. But here's the thing with God. He's a sneaky fucker. <laughs> Sometimes he's, he's just he's testing our faith is what yes. he's doing. Yes. Yes, it looks bad, but that's what he wants you to think, that it's bad. Yeah. Because God really. comebacks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's the comeback Come kid. God. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he, he, this is a bit of a Cosby. He is coming back. Um, anytime now, he's right. going to send Charles back oh, yeah. to oh. destroy all of his enemies. So yeah. just give God time to right. act on what he said he was going to do. And the people fell for it again. However, there was one guy who wasn't falling for it, and that guy was who, Ray? I'm going to guess Pope Alexander VI. Yeah. Poppy. So, yeah. Poppy Borgia. He's like, you know what? I've had enough of this fucking guy. Seriously. Yeah. He's been hearing about Savo for years. Right. The, you know, he's Tuning bad-mouthing in, the church. Listening, listening he's, to his podcast. All this kind of... Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's been yeah. <laughs> yeah, listening a bit. <laughs> and up until now, he's gone, listen, you know, sticks and stones, right. et cetera, et cetera. I don't care what he says. I'm the Pope, motherfucker. Yeah. I got you. more, th- you know, I've got, I got little boys to have sex with. I'm too busy to worry about what Savannah Roller is, uh, is talking about. But um, this is like Savannah Roller's refusal to let Florence join the Holy League, even after... They're kicking the French's ass is too much. So he commanded Savo, wrote him a letter, commanded Savo to come to Rome immediately. Yes. Uh, But he was subtle about it. He was subtle about it. He he, he was very clever. And, in fact, I dug up the actual letter in one of my books on uh, Savonarola, Ray. Uh, Did you you read the actual letter? Did Did you bother digging this up? Oh, come on, bitch. You know I didn't. But before you read it, I just want to say that the other part was that Savo would not quit on King Charles, which obviously pisses off the Pope even more. So, um, boom, yeah, a letter's coming to him. Now, you have to remember that Savo had written to the Pope trying to anticipate something, trying to calm the tension down. But I believe the letter that you have access to is dated July 21st, 1495. It is, and it re—it's—it's it's a brilliant piece of uh, uh, writing. This I have to hand it to the Pope and his right. uh, secretaries, papal <laughs> secretaries. Sure. Beloved son, greeting and apostolic blessing. You stand at opening there. That's how I open all of open all of my emails. Uh, <laughs> I know. Start I get all them my all emails. Right. Yeah. Apostolic blessing to you, my brother, beloved son. We perceive by the account of many, that among other servants of the vineyard of the Lord of Sabbath, you perform the greatest labours concerning which we most heartily rejoice and return praises to the omnipotent God who has supplied such grace to human understanding. We do not doubt that it is by that same divine spirit who distributes grace among mortals that you are able both to sow the word of God among Christian people and to increase the fruit a hundredfold. Ooh. 
As in recent days, through your letter about this, we have come to understand your resolve and intention, which is to disclose to the people in your preachings those things which you know to be in God's service. And since people have recently related to us that you subsequently have said in public sermons that those things which you announce are to come, you say not from you yourself or from human wisdom, but by divine revelation. For that reason, desiring, as is befitting to our God, we exhort and command by virtue of holy obedience that you come to us as soon as possible. For we shall see you with paternal love and charity. Oh, I almost teared up at the end. Paternal love and charity. That's like saying, I want to hold a banquet in your honor. It indeed is. Perfect letter. Listen, love your work. Love what you're doing. I'm impressed. Great things we're hearing about you. Fascinating. Can't wait to hear more. Come, visit, banquet. It's going to be great. It's going to be fabulous. Really. Yeah, really. Have you ever been to Rome? Fucking Rome is awesome oh. this time of year. You're going to yeah. love it. Summer, Rome, yes, it's hot. But uh, Colosseum, fucking love it. Come yeah. to the New Vatican. Just had, all, just had all these Florentine guys uh, from your own monastery, in fact, right. uh, decorate it. Well, my predecessors did. A lot of great paintings. You're going to love it. Come. Fantastic. As soon as possible, I command you in the name of the Lord. However, on July 31st, Savo writes back, Oh, I've, I've always wanted to see Rome. I'm so excited. Eh, but it's not a good time now. Well, first of all, my health. You know what? i got to tell you, my health isn't so, so good. I've got fever. I've got dysentery. My tummy's upset. My little tum-tum. And the work. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. No pun intended. Excuse me. The work is, is I just have to back off because it's, it's affected my health. In fact, my doctors tell me, uh, I don't want to exaggerate here, but they tell me I might die. So I've got to, I got to take it easy. And, and I don't know if you know this, people are trying to kill me. So again, I can interpret God's will. He wants me to stay here until the work is done. As for my prophecies, I'm glad that you are fascinated by them. I would love to share them with you. In fact, you know what, just for you, I've started writing a book. And when it's done and it's printed, I'm going to send you a signed copy with hearts engraved. I will get that to you as soon as I can. But as far as me coming to see you, uh, it's just not pos. Not right now. Loves and kisses. Finally, someone who's been paying attention to our podcast and understands rule number one. <laughs> Got to right. hand it to him. That's right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Brilliant. Yeah. Yes, good point. Yeah. Even when it, the invitation is coming from the Pope, yeah, you no. don't go. Never go yeah. to a banquet held no. in your own honour. Rule number one. Yeah. yeah. Fatics me the medal. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or you'll, you'll, get, you'll get Joe Pesci'd um, <laughs> in uh, The Goodfellas. Right. Meanwhile, uh, the Pope's in a letter-writing mood, so he writes a letter to Chuck, King Charles. Oh. Commands him to appear before him in Rome as well on pain of excommunication. Fuck. Now, something tells me that when you go to war with the Pope, uh, excommunication is just expected. It's not much of a threat. Standard. You know, you don't go to war with the Pope. Right. 
and expect to come out of it uh, not is still still communicated. You, you know, you know you're going to be excommunicated. You're not going to be communicated at the end of that. You can't. <laughs> it's like you can't uh, have sex with your wife's sister, show her the video, and expect to get right. a blowjob from her that night. No. It's just you know, it comes with the territory. You know yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what you're doing. You know what you're getting yourself into. Right. There. Right. Um, now, when Savonarola's followers, the Pianoni in Florence, heard that the Pope had summoned King Chucky, they were ecstatic because they believed King St- uh, this would piss off King Chuck so much oh. that he would, in fact, go to Rome, arrest the Pope, Kick replace ass. him was someone approved of by Savonarola and Savonarola's prophecies (laughs) would finally come true. When, when? Um, I don't know if you can tell, but I've been practising, practising rolling my R's for my Italian and so now everything has to have a rolled R in it. I felt a tingle Um, on my spine. It just comes with the territory. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're ecstatic. This is, this is Savonarola's uh, predictions come true. But Chucky, also very familiar with Rule 1, as it turns yes. out. Well, he says, look, oh, and I can't help but think this is slightly sarcastic. Oh, I'll come to Rome, B, but uh, does that mean you're going to be there? Or are you going to run away like you did last time and shit your diapers and your robe? So I'll come when you promise me you'll be there. Oh, you can't make that promise? Then I guess I'll just stay here. He said all that with an attitude. <laughs> yeah. Now, the little book that Savonarola promised the Pope would get to him hot off the press did come off the press August 18th, 1495, mm-hmm. entitled The Compendium of Revelations. It <laughs> uh, talks about all of his revelations from God and how he single-handedly Saved sure. Florence, uh, sure. would save the world because he was on a mission from God. He was God's chosen one and uh, everyone needed to listen to him. got printed in Latin and Italian so everyone could read it. Within two months, it had, been, it had gone through five printings, was printed Damn. separately in Paris and Ulm the following year. He is a fucking global rock star. Yeah. He has saved Florence, come out with a book, bestseller, New York Times bestseller list. <laughs> it's even more what? popular than my book, The Psychopath Epidemic. Get your copy now, psychopathepidemic.com. He's a fucking rock star, but... Right, yeah. If he thought that uh, sending a copy of the book to Pope Alexander Borgia was going to warm the Pope up, to Savo's Little Crusade, he was uh, greatly mistaken. Well, it probably doesn't help when he says in things like in the book, like God shares his knowledge with his prophets so he can tell ordinary mortals. Well, if the Pope doesn't know what Savo knows, does that mean the Pope is an ordinary mortal? I mean, is is Savo putting himself above that? Savo's like, look, I'm like David, I'm like Solomon, and all these things, and, 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 and... it's for me to tell you I'm the middleman from God. So, yeah, 
The Pope either reads this, which I seriously doubt. He probably had a secretary read it to him or whatever. But the point is the Pope is most displeased. And he's thinking, you know what? This guy isn't just out there, a loony bird or whatever. He is actually a dangerous heretic. And there's only one way to deal with people like that. And on September the 8th, the Pope has a specific response uh, in the form of a letter. It's a letter which he sends not to Savonarola, but to the Franciscan convent of Santa Croce, who are like arch competitors of San Marco. They're the Franciscans, uh, San Marco's Dominicans. Now, there's some debate about this. Did Mm -hmm. he accidentally send it to the wrong convent? That's how little he knew about what was going on in Florence. Or... Did he mean like? Did he mean to send it to the brothers of San Marco to tell them to you know uh, uh, pull Savonarola's head in, or did he deliberately send it to their greatest enemies in Florence because he knew that way word would get around quickly of what he had done? Um, either way, that's what happened. So he sends this letter and he goes medieval on Savonarola's <laughs> ass. Forget that friendly. <laughs> I love, I love you, brother. Time. Please let's phase, let's let's do lunch. One. Yeah, right. Right. Like Caesar, you get one shot. You get you get one you get one chance. One That's shot Caesar, it. as we used to call That's him. It. Yeah, this is one shot. One shot, Pope Borgia. Right. Um, the letter says, "We have heard that a certain Girolamo Savonarola from Ferrara of the Order of Preachers is delighted with the novelty of a perverse dogma, and in this same insanity of mind." is misled by the shift of affairs in Italy so that without any canonical authority, mm. he attests among the people that he has been sent by God and speaks with God against okay. the canonical decrees. Moreover, he asserts that Christ Jesus crucified and God lie if he lies that anyone not believing his vain assertions puts himself outside the state of salvation. Although through our letters we have admonished him by virtue of holy obedience to come to us so that we might understand the truth from him and from his own mouth, nevertheless, he has not only refused to come and to obey us, but even impudently putting forth things to be imbibed in a single sitting which he had previously spouted rashly. (laughs) You okay, Cam? Did you pull anything? Was that method acting? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And okay. scene. So, um, and scene. <clears throat> yeah. So the Pope, after he writes this letter, he gets it off of his chest. He contacts, he appoints Frau Sebastiano Maggi, Maggi, I'm not sure, Magi, Vicar General of the Order's Lombard Congregation. He wants him to examine the case and make a judgment and then... Determine punishment. Oh, in a case there's a little confusion in what I'm what I'm telling you, uh, Maggie, to do, uh, it should come back as a condemnation. So go out, do the Lord's work by punishing this guy, because clearly he's a heretic. He's off his rocker, and that's not the Pope being done. Because, like you said a couple of minutes ago, this guy's a complete cunt. So until this is all concluded, the Pope suspends Savo from public preaching and teaching, and he ordered him to appear to the vicar general whenever the vicar general called him, and on pain of excommunication that the convents of San Marco and San Domenico of Fiesole 
to be immediately returned to the congregation of Lombardy that Savo somehow fraudulently, fraudulently separated them from. So he is coming down hammer and nail on this guy, and he wants this all done ASAP. Yeah. And he uh, ordered three of Savonarola's inner circle to report within nine days to Bologna for reassignment <clears throat> to a convent of the Lombard congregation outside of Florence. So basically dismantling yes. Savonarola's little empire that yes. he's built and basically creating an inquisition. He's, oh, yeah. he's cre- this uh, Sebastiano Magi, the vicar general of the Lombard congregation, is basically a Dominican. He's, he's like our, our friend over in uh, oh, uh, yeah. Spain, this the head of the Spanish Inquisition. Inquisition. Yeah. yeah. What was his name again? Oh, I can't remember. Busting ass, breaking heads. <laughs> No, that's not his name. That's not his name. That's not his name. <laughs> uh, to, to begins with a T. Oh, Terry. Uh, Torquemada. Torquemada. Hey, oh, man, could he talk no, Amada, this guy? Yeah. He could, he could, he could talk Amada his way out of wet cement, <laughs> this guy, man. He could talk Amada. He's he basically goes, appointed this guy as the Torquemada, yeah. but he's not going after heretic Jews no. or uh, heretic fake Christians. No. He's going after heretic Savonarola. So Savonarola, in about a heartbeat, has gone from fucking global rock star to... Best-selling author. The Pope is coming at him. Right. Coming at him with (laughs) an Inquisition custom designed to fit the uh, Savonarola shit robe that he wears. So... um, that, my friends, is where we're going to leave this episode. A little bit, little bit short because we went long on the last one. There you go. That is, we're coming up. Tommy G will be happy. We're coming up to the end of days for <laughs> Savonarola here. Uh, spoiler you, alert. Yeah. But uh, none, yeah. not enough time to get into what happens next. So that's the end of that, Ray. We will be back next yeah. time with uh, the end of the Savona Roller story. I'll be fucking here. Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Her ass was white as snow. Because <laughs> she had it bleached. The Mary or the lamb? I'm confused. Both. Uh, two for one. Two for one sale that day. It was a memorable day, my friend. Uh, my advice is get the sheep bleached first and then your ass because you don't want to hang out afterwards. You just want to go home and put your feet up after good bleaching.